Now. It's time for Two Birds and One Stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel-good show to get you going. I woke up so motivated, so We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke weed, we're just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. Yeah, I'm on You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? His gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Successful. leadership on me. Uh, of course, it is a beautiful episode of Two Birds and One Stoner. I'm your boy, Mr. Trey, and it's another episode with Two Birds and One Stoner. Today, what do we have for you on this show today? Well, we've got Bill's Kicker, accused of gang rape, but is it what it appears? It's our lead story, and then our, uh, shall we say, partaking Story, if you would, our partaking story. Our partaking story today is true. What's the big deal? Because that is a question that we've been asking for a long time. What is the big deal with shrooms? Why are people bugging on it? We've also got guests lined up for you for today's show. We have a good time. We have some fun. Um, I'm a guest. I mean, we're all a guest here. I mean, I'm a material girl in a material world, so definitely a guest on the show. I feel like that. That lines up for me. Um, really excited to have my boy Chris in, coming into the show here in a second. We'll get Chris in here live. Um, <clears throat> want to remind you guys, don't forget to check out things like Newbie and the Doobie. We love us some Newbie and the Doobie. We love that Newbie and the Doobie um, right here on Wake and Make America Radio. Don't forget that you can check out all of our shenanigans, okay, and our Newbie and the Doobie because, you know, you want them too. Out of Canada, by the way. Great show out of Canada. Don't forget about Newbie and the Newbie. Check them out. They're coming to you live out of Canada, baby. Um, keep in mind that Newbie and the Newbie, great show, great, great show. Um, keep in mind that uh, we got Chris Watkins, who's going to be joining the show soon. He's coming up with the High Tide Stick um, and or otherwise. We've got Moonlight Convo getting in the convo here. And then, of course, Blunt Football Talk returns this fall. Although, I think we might have to come back and do another little tidbit show. I was thinking about getting the boys together next week and talking you know, NFL schedules. But before we could ever even talk about the future, let's go to the past. And how do we go to the past? Well, we bring in our personal blast from the past. That's right, Chris Watkins. We're going to bring old Chrissy Poo in. So um, let me get him in here now. Uh, what, let me see if I can. Uh, yep, I think I got him in here. Chris, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, bro? Um, well, I'm just worried and concerned. Just living <laughs> my best life. Right. Worried about people not doing right. You know how it goes. For sure. It's code. 
definitely get stoned. Always got a blaze. So, matter of fact, before we get to... Wait, no, don't do me. Don't do me. What did I do with that? Oh, it was just an inadvertent boo? Oh, okay. I can accept an inadvertent... The producers are telling me it was just an inadvertent boo. Nobody actually meant to boo me. And so since no one actually meant to do it, I'm not as mad at you. I roll. You meant to do it, though. Want to see these hands? Because I'm, I'm too old to be throwing them now, I guess. Um, according to my kids. Uh, no, seriously. Um, don't forget, though, guys, there's another show, live taping, coming up next after this show, or you can catch it when it airs later on down the road. Getting old. Retirement to taxes. Everything's changing. And, of course, getting that outdoor in the ground where, Chris, I know you're going to be part of that show. You have to be part of that show. It's a grow show. Oh, and then, yeah. We have having adult. Uh, we have a third show coming up uh, for Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we've got having adult stoner kids be like, and social media breaks. Should we social engineer them? <laughs> Just using big words that piss people off. You love, you love how I do that. Uh-huh. Nobody wants to hear the word social engineering in the morning. Trey, first word he uses: social engineering. <laughs> you're gonna, so, you're gonna hurt all these stoners' brains. I hurt my brains quite often. Oh wait, hold on. Remember the minute and 30 timer I have to have for when I'm dabbing on air? Yeah. Uh, uh, I need that because I have no way of key. Uh, we should probably set it for a minute and 15 because I talk too much. How do you do that, though? That becomes the question. A minute? Oh, oh, you have to request it in the phone. Okay, well, well uh, a minute and 15. You know, I feel like it's just going to pull me up a minute timer and I'm still going to have to adjust. That's actually exactly what it did. <laughs> So much for modern technology. You know, just when you need it, <laughs> something you don't want it to do, um, and then you have to be stuck with it, right? <laughs> that damn AI. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Alan Iverson is going to pay one day for all of this. <laughs> but one of my buddies was like, you're not really trying to, like, Alan Iverson shame the whole situation. And I was like, I'm definitely doing that. It's what I do. Blame somebody who it's not their fault and then see how it goes for me. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. According to, of course, my friends and, you know, spouse, it never works out for me. But we don't need to talk about that. I mean, do we really have to? Uh, so, Chris, let's get right to it. First off and foremost, um, obviously, I'm wearing a Bills jersey today. Not in support of Bills kicker, uh, Matt Azarayi. I think I said it right. Um, also known as the punt god after winning, I mean, every punter award you could win in college, being drafted in the sixth round by the Buffalo Bills, and even registering an 84-yard punt in the preseason before getting um, cut by the team over a gang rape allegation of a underaged woman. Yeah, you know, that's the crazy thing, you know. These young kids need to realize that, I mean... It's cool coming up all famous and, you know, killing it in the game, but your past and shit can come back to haunt you with a quickness. Oh, yeah. I always say there's at least one person going to pop up on Ancestry and be my kid. It's just, it's bound to happen. (laughs) Know me, you know why that's funny and yet tragic at the same time. Yeah, right. If you went out and partied with me and like 30 women, you know why this happens. Never <laughs> there. We don't talk about that summer one time. <laughs> All we do is just remember that we had fun and we let it go. Yeah, buddy. 
and then we do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, some, uh, some, some of it, anyways. I can't repeat everything I do in life, but some some of it you can't repeat for obviously reasons, and other things you repeat because well, you have to. <laughs> right? I mean, it's that damn fun. I mean, why wouldn't you, right? So, um, I do want to throw out a little love here. Uh, I do want to remind you guys, don't forget, you can listen to the shows live recorded when they air live, or you can take an opportunity out there to join the show um, when they're recorded live, or you can listen to the show anytime. Just look up Wake-In-Bake-America show on your favorite podcast servers. Hook yourself up, playa. And we got, oh, we got Scotty from Moonlight Combos checking in. Love it. Um, we'll have to probably add him up, get him up in here on the combo too, because I think he can add a lot of insight being from, you know, I think he's a perfect guest for this, this topic specifically. Um, I'll invite him in um, because I think that when we, when we think about Scotty, uh, Chris, and, and I'm going to get him in here just any second is Scotty definitely is a speaking vo- voice and mind. Um, oh man, I hit a, oh man, I hit, a, I, I warmed up the torch. I warmed up the, the rig and never actually started the timer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Richard, can't, can't, can't blame AI for that one. Oh, I want to blame AI for that. AI for that one. Let's get Scotty in here. Scotty, like I said, could be a very formidable asset to this conversation about Matt Azaras, Azaraki, or was a very good basketball player, great basketball player for uh, Philly, and I'm tired of everybody blaming him him for for the problems in the world. I I feel like I blamed him today, though. It's not AI's fault. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) AI helps me do my work at work. I mean, AI makes me look smart, so I never bitch about it. The basketball player? That's weird, bro. Yeah, Allen Iverson makes me look smart, man. I bought those uh, answers, threes, and the question ones. People never questioned me or answered me again. <laughs> okay. right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I really did own the uh, the answer threes, though. The one that had like the clear blue tips on the on the uh, the clear blue tip on the front of the shoe. It was like a clear blue color. The sole, remember? That's the ones I had. I think they were the answer two or answer three. I don't really, they were the third one. So I think they were the answer two, which would have been the third shoe. No, because it's question, answer, question, answer. So it'd have been the fourth shoe. Anyway, um, let's start that timer this time. <laughs> so Scotty, all jokes aside, I really look at, at you as a, a very reputable, formidable asset to anything we talk about, but especially sports, because this is a subject in a kid that we covered when he got cut last year. Did we lose him? I think we lost Scotty. As I start having a conversation with the guy, he just leaves. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he's here. He sounds like an old man having a heart attack, but he's here. <laughs> Trying to breathe. <laughs> good blunt. Good blunt. Oh, okay. So anyway, so you remember the Bills punter <laughs> of gang raping with a group of other players and pers- and people not related to the team at a at an off campus party. Um, in 2021 that led to a lawsuit that eventually um, got him, you know, kicked off of the bills. The bills were just like, we're just going to get away from this and this whole situation until it's settled, you know, or whatever. Now, keep in mind, though, the bills do have I don't think they retain rights to him because they released him. There's a difference, right? So because he didn't leave by choice, I don't believe that the bills um have the rights to him, but he can still come back to the NFL. But this is where we get to with false accusations is where where does, how does this kid move on now? Exactly. Exactly. That's my thought. So 
not only, you know, has his time been wasted, money been wasted, uh, he's lost out on money. So how, so how do, how do you, you know, how do you go about that part and, and compensating somebody for, for something like that? You know, you and that, and that's what a lot of people don't think about when when these type of accusations come up. He hasn't really made any money. He might have gotten dicked out of even a signing bonus at this point. Right. He's a young, young career. Uh, and, and, and it really could have affected his entire career he was a draftee which means he's got a guaranteed salary and he lost a year of that guaranteed salary because he was drafted you know when you're drafted you got a signing bonus it may be shit in the sixth round but you'll get one you know what i mean these are things that he probably lost because remember that you're you know i don't know if a lot of people know this but you might it depends on your, your your contract but you you know, like I told you guys, I've worked around contracts for quite a bit of part of my life and even seen some NFL ones, you know. And um, one of the things I, I'll tell you that I've, I've picked up on with NFL contracts is that a lot of the money doesn't pay until you start really playing. Bro, you guys show up to that first game. Minus your signing bonus, a lot of that money don't pay until you play. So because he was cut during training camp, did he ever play a down, a, a what we'd call a, a chargeable down to his salary? No. That's where I'm stuck. How's this kid going to now, – now, guys, I'm probably remiss if I don't bring this up, Scott and Chris, that the, that he still faces the civil lawsuit, right? Um, I think that this, this civil lawsuit's got a tough run to go on it because they're like, well, I can't find a corroborating alibi for, for him as the defense, so they're going to pursue a civil case, right? But the, the thing is, or I mean, the, 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 the accusers, lawyers, but my thing is, is that prosecutors declined to take up this case because not only did his teammates say that he wasn't even there, these are people that are accused of this crime also say he wasn't even the one there. So how do we move forward from that? That there's still someone pursuing a civil case against him, much like the Deshaun Watson thing where nothing rises to the level of a criminality. But in this case, the DA, dude, I read over the story in the Times and also read over Adam Schiffner. You guys, uh, you don't know this, Chris. Well, maybe you do. You watch the Run Football Talk show enough. But Shefty is God on that show. We all listen to Shefty. Shefty does not post until Shefty has it right. I mean, Scotty, you know that. I know that podcast p knows that half of america that watches the nfl no i didn't mute scott so scott had to unmute himself <laughs> but uh half of america they all know that that um adam Scheffner gets it right right so i waited until even though i saw other stories behind this you know and other stuff i waited until shefty said it and then when shefty said it i screenshotted it because i think it's prudence to the situation but let me give you the story, some information out of the Times. So the prosecutor, this is the quote, ultimately prosecutors determined it is clear the evidence does not support the filing of criminal charges and there is no path to a potential criminal conviction. A statement released back in December, right, by the prosecutor's office. So 
the prosecutor would say that prosecutors can only file charges when they are ethically believed that they that there can be something proven without a reasonable doubt. The problem is, is that he's accused of knowing this girl was under 18, and he's going, even if I banged her, I wouldn't have known she was under 18, first off. And then his second defense is using evidence from people's phones at that party, video evidence at that party, no one can show that man in a video when this instance was going down or when it took place or whatever. So you have corroborating evidence from the accuser, the people that are even accused that are like, nah, man, like, I'm not even saying I did this, but that dude wasn't here. Right. Then you have, um, the, the lawyers demanding corroborating evidence, right. Um, that, that shows where he went, but I would say that you don't have to supply an alibi at that point. I mean, do you? Because you have your alibi provided by the other suspects that you weren't even there. They may go down for this shit. There are some of them that there's known that they had sex with this girl. And there was a group event. I'm not going to call it. Wait, well, because, dude, man, have you ever been to college parties? Like shit goes down in the DM that is completely up, dog. (laughs) I mean, MSU is like my neighbor. Okay, fair. So you you get my point is like shit goes down in the DM at colleges. Oh yeah, where, for sure. And then, and then there's the other half of this where shit goes down in the uh oh because there is stuff wrongful that goes on at colleges all the time. Okay, so I'm a bit particular, if you would, right? Because I think that when you don't have anyone. They can say this dude was even at the party in the time frame that the crime took place, the alleged incident or crime, right? So you need crime, you need motive, opportunity, and you usually need like a body, a witness, something, right? So the problem is you got one witness saying that he was there, but you got every other witness, even accused witnesses, who I just don't think would cover for him and go down for a rape charge for someone. I wouldn't. I know I wouldn't. Oh, no- yeah, hell no. I'm going to prison or jail for a rape charge or accusation that I fell on for my buddy. It ain't happening. I don't yeah, work. Yeah. I don't have a buddy that close. That's my quote you, of the day. You would definitely think that if there's more people saying he wasn't even there, that they would just back away from the allegations. Well, and I think that's why there hasn't been any charges is the investigation has led to that point where, you know, <clears throat> ultimately the evidence doesn't support the accusation and you know could this could this girl be confusing him with somebody else at the party it's very possible um i'm not going to sit there and try to tell you that what happened to this girl didn't happen to this girl i don't believe that for a second nor do i believe it for a second i don't know either way right what i do know is is that there is evidence to support that maybe something happened because um and, uh, you know, we're not a very like, um, pleasant show. Like, we just fucking say shit, right? right. So, but if you're one of those parents that doesn't mind us saying fucking shit and all that while your kid's in the car, cool. But this is one you might want to, like, like pull the phone out of the, out, of the, out of the Bluetooth and put it up to your ear for this one. Um, fair warning. What I'm about to read to you is graphic and disturbing and could be upsetting to audiences and is definitely not appropriate for children. I'm clear. So 
I've given you a moment to get that right. I'm going to tell you what happened. So in the lawsuit, the woman accuses the men, including Azaria, of raping her for about an hour uh, and a half before she stumbled out of the room bloody and crying. <coughs> the lawsuit um, alleges that the accused former Bills player supplied her with alcohol, led her to a side yard where he orally and vaginally raped her before taking her to a room inside the house where she said a group of men, including two other defendants in the suit, took turns having sex with her from behind. Um, Man, so first off, can I just point out the obvious, like I ain't finna just put it where you was at. You know what I'm saying? Like that soon. But that's the the adult, like grown ass man to me. Like, what is it? What is this? What is this about, man? Um, it's uh, frustrating because I do believe that maybe you know something happened or went down here. It's equally as frustrating to not know the truth. Per my background, obviously, I've put that. My background is based on finding the truth. You know. I'm pretty shocked by this story, to be quite frank. Right, um, but how how damning could this be to the people involved if it's false? So, here's a few things. The young man who is the more the more important figure, and I think it's because he is was drafted in the draft. You know what I mean? Um. So he obviously these other guys aren't didn't really aren't really anybody important, you know, at this time that all this went down. Um the lawyers for him, obviously he wouldn't you're not gonna talk to the press with all this going on. You just don't. Your lawyers oh, do yeah. that. <laughs> um I always get pissed off when people say, Well, they, they, he's not talking to us because you'll tear him apart. You won't let him answer anything, you'll light him up. We all know how this goes. Innocent or guilty, that's how it goes. Um, I've always been the one to ask my question and then actually wait for the answer personally. Um, right. Unless you piss me off. Then I'm like, look, motherfucker. No, I'm just playing. Um, everybody got a little Joe Dirt in him, okay? <laughs> um, so it, his lawyer said that he's 100% adamant that he never forcibly raped this young lady or forcibly had sex with her in any type of way or had sexual relations with her while she was intoxicated, whether it be on alcohol or drugs. That's a statement from his lawyer, which is, I mean, honestly, if that's what you say, that's what your lawyer going to go say. Like, no, he might, like, you might be like, man, I ain't fucked that girl whether she was fucked up or not. And he's going to go out to the public and say that. And that's why your client, I mean, we just gave a clinical lesson in why your client's not allowed to talk to your lawyer. So anyway, we can, you know, you can take the earmuffs off the kids now, folks. Um, And uh, so based off these heinous crimes, right, that he's accused of, I think that he's been put in a predicament where he has to prove his innocence, which I've always, you know, I've always found that you got to prove that I did something wrong. Okay. It's not the other way. I don't need to prove that I'm innocent. I just, we're supposed to be from a legal perspective. That is, we are supposed to be a country that, um, is guided in the judiciary branch of the government by the presumption of innocence, not guilt, right? 
for sure. But it don't always work that way, or at least it doesn't look like it works that way. Hell no, it don't work that way. <laughs> we both know that, but I'm just saying. Like, yeah. In the country where that's how it's supposed to be is the presumption of innocence, right? And that your accuser has the wholehearted duty to, without a reasonable doubt, prove your guilt. And if there's even the slightest amount of reasonable doubt or doubt in the innocence of someone or guilt of someone, if there's even the slightest amount of doubt in their guilt, then you cannot convict that person and sleep at night. And if you do, you are part of the problem. I got to think that if this guy wasn't a Bills player, bro, he'd be taken to the cleaners, to be honest with you. Oh, you know? Come on now. We both went through the court system in one way or another. Look, I do believe something happened to this girl. You don't stumble out of a room fucking crying and bleeding for no reason, okay? Let's be honest. <coughs> oh, oh, yeah, with a, without a doubt. I don't, I don't, you know, doubt that something happened to her for sure, but. <coughs> Just let it out, girl. Just let it out. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> get it out in, get it in. Yay! Yeah, token on some of that wake and bake America. Oh, I hate you. I want to smoke this so bad. I, I love you and hate you at the same time. It's it's a complicated relationship right. at this point. Until I get to smoke that weed, it's complicated, okay? <laughs> uh, I'm smoking on some Kim cake, which is Kim Dog and a wedding cake. It's a hella indica, 21.37%. Not bad. What are you going to do when you get this, then? I'm going to smoke the shit out of it like I do everything. <laughs> it's, what do you it's think? 26.8. Oh! <laughs> Oh, that's what guys point, say. 0.07 CBD. I don't. Oh, and you got a little CBD in there too. Yeah, on, tiny a little bit. See, so for me, I'm like, yeah, that's dope. That's good weed because it's over 25%. And you were able to horn swoggle a little CBD in there. I'm proud of you. We don't talk about that in the next show. But in this show, I do want to talk about something as equally as important. We're going to move on from this uh, case. And I'll tell you guys that I think that me and the boys on Blunt Football Talk will have lots to say about this coming this fall. I, I just, I got a feeling about that, um, that it's going to be that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, such such a great athlete that's going to affect my fantasy football honestly he he actually beat out the pro that was there in his position we're talking about the buffalo's punter who doesn't have to punt a whole lot usually right and then um and then that 84 yard punt i mean he was really on his way to start and if it and if it all was just his name getting thrown in there because he was the most famous person and then you got to wonder like did she know that or was she told that because she knew that they were San Diego State football players, so that it was like, well, then we're going to say Wooty Woo was there. Or, like, how did it get to this? Because, in my opinion, he he had to have bumped into her or something. She had to have known who he was. Wait a minute, duh. She she could have been just a fan, just a fan girl, duh. Right. You never know. But either way, um, I think that there's a two. I think there's that's a double-edged sword. What is an underage high school kid? doing out at a college party like that like like and and, and trust me the i would same ever, thing all of us were doing well hold on before anyone dare try to say i would ever victim shame shut your fucking mouth <laughs> that would never happen what i'm saying is 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 that as a father 
the first thing I'm doing is flipping the fuck out because why are you out at a college party? Not at you, but just at that part of the situation, right? Um, my daughter one time went to, um, uh, it was something like that, like, and got dropped off and uh, her ride left her at a college party, bro. I flipped the fuck out. Right. I hear my you. daughter's like six, yeah, five, nine, five, ten, five, eleven, right? Don't... She's like, like you oh, and I both know that don't mean nothing. Ooh. No, that don't. <clears throat> um, but like I said, uh, it just, I mean, she looked like a grown woman and she was in high school. You know what I mean? Scary shit. And of course the people who dropped her off, I was like, how the f could you just drop her off? You're supposed to stay with, let me just tell you, some people got the business cause I am a real dad shoot. Right. Um, so let's move forward from that one into a category that I think you and I really do enjoy quite greatly. Um, and of course, I think the audience will too. As soon as I tell you guys, we're gonna be talking about shrooms. Like, what's the big deal, man? There's shrooms. There's some shrooms, man. Hey, Simon, great friend of mine. We go back, we go way back, like faux flats on a Cadillac. But when we talk about psilocybin, my friend. Um, we're talking about, of course, shrooms. We're talking about, well, could it benefit you? Well, yeah, but people still tripping on them, right? Not, that's not a pun. That was on purpose, but still not on purpose. Um, Brain vacation. No, people are literally tripping over shrooms instead of on them like they should be. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, yes. My weak dad jokes here, buddy. I'll be around here all night. Please tip your waitress, thank you. No, um, so we've seen clinical trials. We've shown that a couple of doses of psilocybin can, um, in a in a therapeutic setting, can you know really help with a lot of long-lasting trauma and issues. Um, we've seen uh, things like uh, PTSD treated with uh, low doses of micro doses of shroom, anxiety. Uh, anorexia, um, obsessive compulsive disorders, and various other forms of substance abuse actually have been cured with shrooms as well. Right. Be because just like cannabis at the right level, it has shown to be able to help control, hinder all types of symptoms and problems. I know cannabis level for me is top. Whatever the top is, that's where I'm at. <laughs> right. <laughs> All like, day, every. I'm high dose. I'm a high dose patient. Get it? High dose. What about edibles? What's your milligram cut off for edibles? I'm supposed to measure that? Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I just honestly, dude, I usually eat. Um, so I take Keef. I decarboxylate. You know, that's my favorite way to do it is to just, you know, basically sift my flour I'm already smoking on anyway until I get enough Keef. And then I take the Keef and I decarbox. And then I usually will add it to food just because even frozen. Like I add it to like, I'll, dude, I'll just put sprinkle it on my ice cream and eat my ice cream with it. That's an edible now. You know what I mean? So yeah. the dose I do take of that. And I wanted to tell you what it was and how I did it was a, I usually take a quarter teaspoon of or is it a tablespoon? No, it's a quarter teaspoon. I usually do a quarter teaspoon of the decarboxylated keef, and then I just, you know, spread it out, sprinkle it over my ice cream, whatever, toss it in my spaghetti I'm eating that night, anything. That's usually what I do. So whatever dose, keef, 
between collected from weed between anywhere between like 15 i don't actually buy weed that low 17 to like 22 three percent weed keith um whatever that is that quarter of a teaspoon is the dose that i prefer and then sometimes if i haven't had like a good night's sleep in a couple nights i'll take two and off to never never land off to never never land dun, 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 dun. So, so you're probably shooting at around 100 milligrams 125 or so oh yeah i can eat 10 of those gummies or, or 15 of those gummies like they ain't shit right well, i'm not talking about the stuff you buy at the store yeah dead store about shit don't fuck with me i gotta make my own just that's no knock on store-bought stuff it's just i usually buy mine from award-winning cannabis chef and sponsor on this show she doesn't pay me to say this i actually we sponsor her um sam from sam's creation actually uh with sam you know she's a professional but she's like a professional high dose chef you know and so for her i know that when i go to her She's either going to tell me to eat a bunch of these things or eat or be careful if you eat more. Eat half of one. When I went to go get the shroom pop, she was like, oh, she's like, she's like, you're pretty, she's like, you're pretty tart. She's like, you, you, you handle yours well. And you also, I do metabolize my, my drugs faster than most people, which is so annoying. People are like, that's really a cool thing. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's no, been it on drugs because of it. Yeah, right. Like, that's what happens. Ray and Jerry, shout out to Ray and Jerry's motherfucker. Ray checking in from Florida because he ain't got his Xbox, so he can't play video games. I know why it'd he's be here. Good at, it'd be I good know. as long as I'm your corner hookup. Right? Um, but shrooms, you know, when I think about shrooms, I'm always like, what's the big fucking deal, man? Like, okay, so you could have your argument on acid that acid is um, when taken outside of a clinical trial setting – Acid is made with chemicals, right? So, we, you know, like I'm not against acid. Uh, I always do prefer shrooms, but let's just say that if you roll up on me with an RC car and 10 hits of acid on it, I'm going to fucking take some of them. Um, fucking take right. some. But I'm just not a big fan of, of chemicals, right? Um, but I do like acid. So before I, I just wanted a full disclosure here. I love acid. I fucking love acid, but I'm not a big chemical guy. That's just one of the ones that I am like less, you know, Restrictive on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like coffee because it's a natural upper, not meth, right? I like <laughs> I like weed, not whatever's bad that they try to make like weed. Oh, painkillers, cigarettes, cigarettes, painkillers. Well, I, you know, I don't, I don't knock cigarette smoking. I'm just, I'm over it. I don't do that anymore. Um, you know, I have a lot of friends, Ray actually, who's on the video right now is one that smokes cigarettes. I have a lot of friends that smoke cigarettes. I just personally quit smoking. Uh, it was, uh, back in 2018, the winter of 2018 going into 2019 is a year before COVID when I got the, um, the, uh, <laughs> when I got the, uh, the, uh, 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 pneumonia, I got pneumonia dude. And it, it, oh man, I feel like I was getting sucked. your ass, didn't it? Oh yeah. When people started talking about COVID, I was like, stop being a little bitch. It's just pneumonia, and then I, then they started dying, and I was like, "Never mind, you're you're not being a bitch. I'm sorry, <laughs> got that wrong. It, it, it's pneumonia on steroids. Pneumonia with an elephant standing on your chest, from what I understand. So I'm like, no, nah, that pneumonia by itself was like an elephant standing on my chest. So if you'd like to put a second one, fuck you, <laughs> right? Good. So with shrooms, though, I've seen a lot of military personnel through the acts of psychedelics like acid, shrooms, um, you know, psilocybin, obviously the clinical name of the, of the actual active drug in the mushroom. Um, and then of course, ayahuasca, 
uh, and uh, DMT is another one. Peyote, um, even uh, Molly, you know. Oh, that's wait, that that no, that's MDMA. Uh, but even Molly being used to treat things like depression and other things like clinical issues, and some of those are also chemically based drugs or or, or chemically bound drugs as they're, they're created, you know. And I'm not against them either. I will tell you though, just about every drug that we make, including acid via psilocybin, right? You can get just about every so if you're a bit more of a naturalist right like i always like to give that positive good vibe out that if you're more of a naturalist i do want to tell you that you do have access to medicine that's not chemically derived i'm just not against certain psychedelics that are that are chemically derived because i think that um under you know on it what i call honest doses of lsd so like i'm not going to take 300 hits i can't do that i really do only take like two or three tabs bro I'm, I'm a lightweight and I usually take one and then like another one, like an hour later, half hour later. And then when I start feeling myself, that's when I usually take one thinking it's two or two thinking it's one. I'm not sure. By right. then I don't I it's mean, the I, roller coaster effect. And you've seen me on like a quarter ounce of shrooms, bro. I was fucking seeing tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> um, it wasn't cool when I blew up Cammy's Snapchat, though. She still, you know, she still doesn't let that go. I still hear about oh, that well, shit. I'm surprised you still do. No, I'm not surprised I still do because Cammy is like her mom. She knows how to hold a grudge. <laughs> and, and she's a woman. Okay, see, I'm not going to scream that because her office is next to the studio I'm recording in. And I'm they smart. For, they forget nothing, man. No, no. No, neither do I, though. So it's fair. I mean, it is fair hunting ground, okay? But hey, we, want, we got to give props to Oregon. Recently, they've finally uh, started legislation to open safe microdosing clinics for psilocybin. You know, Oregon is so progressive on their, um, like, natural medicine. You know, I, I understand there's, I'm not talking about politics. I know you say the word progressive, it's like, oh my God, lip talk. No, no. I'm just talking about progressive minded meaning moving the bar forward moving society forward from where it is now on natural medicine and things like pot and psilocybin that's what i mean yeah. by better alternatives to these chemically compounded pills that they come up with that say oh yeah this will fix you yeah the garbage from the pill mill man i mean it's part of the game too it's part of how they keep you hooked all dopey mcdopen as i like to say um let's do this uh so let's talk about some of the benefits of psilocybin um obviously people ask the big question you know are shrooms good for you and i think that um i think that you have to understand that these are the kind of when you talk about psychedelics these are drugs that can increase the uh neuronal growth so they can increase what's like the branching of, you know, the brains, like neurons and stuff. Um, and they can increase synapses. That's called neuroplasticity. And I guess these are, um, so basically it's different from new genesis which is basically the development of new brain cells so you know when people say do an acid make sure you grow more brain cells no it does not it actually helps things like 
connect and work together. You know what I mean? I think that's a better way to describe that. What it does is in layman's terms, it assists your neurological transport system in your brain. Yeah. I think that it's going to, it really helps grow like new circuits um, and new connectivities in the brain. Right. Which, it makes uh, other connections. Uh, it basically opens closed roads in your brain. Yeah, right. That, in left brain. Right, that you couldn't send neuron signals down before. And now all of a sudden that you've taken this, it opens that doorway up. One thing that I will tell you that it's a side effect of psilocybin that I find fascinating and also quite great is that you sort of like put your brain, um, let's, it's like a snow globe and you, you see things where the snow is just settled on the ground and it's all normal and ugly. And when you do psilocybin, it's like shaking up that snow globe and you just, you're like, Oh my God, it's snowing. It's so pretty out. Yay. You just see things in such a positive way. Um, you start to lay down positive circuits through neuroplasticity is what the doctor that I was reading his stuff on it. So he's essentially saying that it's a double whammy with psilocybin because you're increasing SSRIs, also increasing neuroplasticity. And it's a fact that science has known for some time, actually. But in 2022... Obviously, after all of our griping, right, and and the fake tests that were done in the seventies to piss piss on anything good, a double-blind phase two randomized controlled controlled trial comparing psilocybin to um, the different types of things like RSI and other stuff, and checking like um, electro, you know, transmission and neuron transmission through the brain, things like that. Um, they found that basically psilocybin um, sparked like sort of magic in the brain, if you would, right? But people who didn't do psilocybin didn't spark that magic, didn't have that, 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 that you know, that positivity, that fascination, you know? So what are, they, are they putting these people in like MRIs while they're on psilocybin? Uh, randomized control trial. Click here. Hold on. Let me see what it says for what it was. Sometimes we'll tell you what type of study exactly it was. Depression. It was for depression. Just for the. So psilocybin therapy for anti-depression was the abstract um uh deal. It looks like oh wow man, this thing's been published for a while. It's got sixty six citations. That's like a good thing. That's saying like other people have signed off on this. Other scientists, yeah. Other scientists have said, yeah, yeah, no, we, 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 we've read your case study and we, we concur, <laughs> concur that what you're stating is, is true, um, based off of the science. But anyway, so they did a placebo study. Um, and what they did find was that people showed no, showed the same depression, no new, no new reaction, the same, you know, the same. And the people who got the psilocybin were more positive. They saw things in a more positive way. And I'm like, well, that's how I feel when I trip balls too, buddy. I'm just going to be honest here. Like, if we're calling a duck a duck. <laughs> you're happy. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands, clap, clap. If you're on shrooms and you know it, clap your hands, clap, clap. 
If it's raining outside, but you're really, really high, then you should clap three times. One, two, three. Okay. Yeah. We've got to decriminalize in parts of Michigan. We need to work on the rest of it. And Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris. I, I really enjoy talking psychedelics with you because it never uh, – it always pains me to have to bring up the Snapchat story that it still never needs to let go. Um, but it also – Makes me laugh because you were sitting right next to me while I was doing it the whole time. <laughs> um, you wouldn't let me get the phone out of your hand. You kept running away. Yeah, I'm a fast little bastard on shrooms, bro. I really am. You're, I'm hard to catch. I know yeah. you are. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a leprechaun. I'm just like, <laughs> all right. So, um, right. I'm like Speedy Gonzalez. More Speedy Gonzalez, less leprechaun. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> Taking uh, psilis, uh, psychedelics, um, it doesn't work for everyone. Um, that was something that Dr. Johnson did stress in the study and when he was interviewed, right? Um, so I did want to point that out that um, he said, but it did work really well. It, uh, uh, he said, but when it works, it, it it works really, really well. You know what I mean? Like that was the one thing he was like, oh my God, it's a cure for PTSD and depression for the people that it does really work in. And it's changing their lives. It's changing the way their brain automatically was hardwired to react to those instances, triggers of anxiety, um, you know, everything, drug addiction, all kinds of stuff. So very fascinating where psilocybin and the work that's being done. And I really, I really was appreciative to get to read this uh, interview with Dr. Johnson. Uh, Chris, it is about that time, um, but I'll tell you what, uh, you should probably check your phone if you're happy and you know I check your phone. Not literally, but after we end the show, because right. I'll tell you, like, what's the what's good in the hood. Um, there we go. Now you know. But so anyway, so we got to get out of here. Um, if you're getting to catch this show. Uh, live. That's awesome. I think it's great for us to have that conversation, that adult conversation about psilocybin. Um, if you're getting to hear this show later on down the road, I encourage you that you don't have to agree with us. This is two birds in one stoner. We're killing two stories with one smoked out guy and some friends. And um, I just want to remind you guys that you don't always have to agree with us, but you know, kind of listen, because here's the thing is if you want to come on this show, info at wake the letter in bake America show, that's info at wake the letter in bake America show, please, uh, uh, send in a request to come on the show. Uh, my show for two birds and one stone is an open guest format here on wake and bake America radio, which means we have subjects, we have stories, we have things we're going to cover and talk about that are going to touch your fillers. But at the same time, um, we also podcast P you should join the next conversation. We're going to be, we're going to be getting into it in the next one. And, uh, but you should come on the server with Chris, right? Chris. Yeah. See, Chris, you're supposed to co-sign it. That's why this guy's been with me for almost a decade. Cause he I, just knows what to do. I, yep. I try. <laughs> I mean, afterwards you're so full of shit, Trey, but you know what he says on air? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, all jokes aside, um, we're going to get out of here. Um, if you would like to catch this show and all our other great shows, just check out Wake and Bake, Wake the Letter N, Bake, Wake and Bake America Radio on all your favorite podcast servers. That's Wake the Letter N, Bake America. It's Wake Dash N Dash Bake. Don't forget those dashes, baby. Wake Dash N Dash Bake America show. I mean, radio. Sorry, radio. Huh, old habit. Um, definitely check us out. 
Get in where we fit in because we having fun on the show. And we want you here with us, man. We want you hanging out with us and enjoying the show. Don't forget to check out Jamie over at Rebel Hair Art Studio One Salon, North Academy Boulevard. Check out Rebel Hair Art on Instagram. You know. And of course, you know Sam's Creations. That's Sam's with a Z, Creations with a Z. Check them out, check them out. We're going to get out of here. We'll be back for another show, though. I, won't we, Chris? We'll be back for another show. We'll yeah, be back. we'll be here. Hi, Chris. Let's go to It's now. It's time for Two Birds and One Stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel-good show to get you going. I woke up so We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. Young nigga. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke weed? We're just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. My mind, they said... You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? This gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Hey, maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Successful.